0: Good times, great music at two in RFM 103.7. Yeah, it's quite often when we sit down and eat a, a nice piece of fruit in particular. You, you sometimes you have a look and think with well, a marvel at how they how they how they become and sort of how they look and certain colourings. And one of those that grabbed our professor of science, John O'Connor's imagination recently was the blueberry. Indeed, how blueberries are blue, what makes them that way. And good morning, John. I guess we could probably start by saying that the colour blue doesn't necessarily appear that often in nature so that's probably what got your uh, attention on this
1: no it's it's an interesting color because it's it's one that really attracts the attention of of birds chasing berries and so forth and and certainly blueberries and grapes also plums all have that sort of bluish color to them and uh, and of course it attracts those birds for a very good reason and um, the question is where does that color come from and it's not only uh, did I get interested in this topic? But so did a group from uh, Bristol University and the Dresden University of Technology, and they've been looking at it uh, quite closely. And the thing with a blueberry, which I've checked out, is that if you rub the surface of a blueberry, what's underneath is black. So a blueberry on the skin itself is black. So what am I rubbing off? Well, what? is on the outside of the blueberry, as with, with grapes and, and peaches, uh, sorry, and plums I mean, are, um, it is a sort of waxy coating. And so look, they looked at this waxy coating under an electron microscope. Now, that's pretty serious stuff because you know, it has incredible magnification. And so what they did was they found, when you ramp it up to the point where you could see something which is about one hundredth the, the diameter of a hair. So it's getting That's really very, small, very
0: it, minute, sub
1: Submicron. Yeah. and they found that the the wax on the surface produces this really interesting structure. It's not just a, a nice smooth shine. I mean, the wax you put on furniture, you rub it until it shines, it's brilliant. This wax is different. It forms these little little sticks, or I mean, if you look at it. What would it look like? It looked like a box full of kindling, which you pile on the floor, you chuck on the floor, sticks pointing in all directions, but nothing but you know really compact sticks. Mm. And that's what the wax does. It forms these really little sticks, about a hundredth the diameter of a hair, long, randomly oriented, and these particular sticks have a property that they preferentially scatter blue light
0: that's amazing isn't it and again to be able to with with modern technology and methods to sort of be able to scale down that small what a hundredth of a hair i mean that's uh, that's that's pretty tight it is. And, and the interesting thing
1: is, you know, it's actually evolved to do this. And uh, and the scattering process is very similar to why the sky is blue. I mean, that's also because the blue light is scattered by the atoms in the atmosphere. But this then becomes a scattering process. I'm saying scattering because it just sort of gets shot off in all directions, not like reflection. But anyway, so what this does is, this is a, a, an uncoloured material which sits over a black surface. The blue light gets scattered. The, the rest of it goes straight through, hits the black surface, and gets absorbed. So all you see is the blue that's scattered from this outer layer. Now you might think, why on earth are these guys looking at this? You know, why, why are they so interested in what's what's on the surface? Well, what really prompted them was that they they realised that there wasn't a blue colouring there. And uh, one of the one of the uh, everyday applications of this is that if you could. Um, harness this process, you could produce a blue colouring that wouldn't stain material around it. So if this stuff got onto a piece of cloth, it would redistribute the uh, this, this fine wax. It wouldn't have the same dense structure. And so, you know, my blue mascara would not <laughs> uh, really stain my shirt or something. Uh-huh. Or, yeah.
0: So, again, real-world applications. Oh, look, an everyday application. I mean, there are many
1: others, of yeah. course. But it was an interesting, there was one that, that uh, certainly came to their mind. But also gives us a better insight into how plants uh how uh, many plants have devo- uh, have evolved to do this and in fact plants aren't the only thing because some of the co- brilliant colors on butterflies and some birds mm. is exactly the same process it's not because they have a dye there it's because of this really fine
0: nanostructure submicron structure like you said we could be seeing the end of uh, stained clothes to a point <laughs> <laughs> depends on what you wear that's true all right john appreciate it you have a great week Thanks, Mark. A Professor of Science from the University of Newcastle, John O'Connor, with us, having a look at blueberries and their blueness on 2NURFM 103.7.